from the studio of Adventist World Radio Pune. A very warm welcome to you. This is our international English service. In our program today, we bring you an inspiring message and songs of praise. You will hear God's word to strengthen you spiritually. You are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Blessed Spirit, thy blessed Spirit, thy blessed Spirit, thy blessed Spirit, come upon me on earth. Thy blessed, thy blessed Spirit. programs you are welcome to write to us on this postal address adventist media center post box 1446 market yard pune 411037 maharashtra india you can also log into our website to hear all our programs which is www. awr.org Before we hear God's word here's a melodious song We pray to thee O God our heavenly Father Humbly we come and pray that thou wilt grant us 
Make all to love thee as thou hast loved us. Make us to love our fellow men Studios of Adventist Media Center, Pune. We have Helen Jacob presenting God's Word. Greetings to you listeners. Today let us focus on the next part of the series. I am the vine, you are the branches. I am Helen from the Adventist Media Center, Pune. Glad you are tuned into the English program. What a beautiful sight to see ripe, delicious grapes ready for harvest. When grapes are in season, We all enjoy the delicious taste of it. Let us bow our heads in prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You are worthy to be praised. Thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to listen to your word. Please guide me as I present your word and bless all the listeners. Speak to us, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Here are some fun facts of the vine and the fruits commonly known as the grapevine. Number one, grapes are a native fruit of Asia. The wild grape varieties have been used in biblical times. Two, the lifespan of grapevines is about 100 or more years. Three, newly planted vines take anywhere between three to five years to establish completely and start bearing fruit. Four, there are about 50 species of grapevines. Five, grapevines are among the easiest wild plants cultivated by humans and boast a rich and fascinating history. From the Gospel of John, chapter 5, verses 1 to 11, from the English Standard Version, let us listen to the beautiful comparison between the vine, who is Jesus Christ, and the branches referring to us, you and me. I am the vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. 
If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burnt. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things have I spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. From these verses we see three main characters. One, the true vine, Jesus. Two, the vine dresser or the gardener, God the Father. Three, the branches, Disciples of Jesus, you and me. What does it mean that Jesus is the true vine in John chapter 15? According to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, a vine is a plant whose stem requires support and which climbs by tendril or twisting or creeps along the ground. For example, a grapevine has a main vine that sends nutrients from the root of the plant to the branches which thrive and bear fruit. Jesus, the true vine in this chapter. The vine has profound meaning like connection, friendship, strength and determination. Jesus is the connection and represents the fruit's vital life source for the branches. For mankind to be connected to the Father, it is only possible through Jesus. What is the lesson of the vine and the branches? Jesus talked about how grapes should grow. So in these verses, Jesus is like the vine that gives the branches food, water and everything it needs in order for fruits to grow. So how do we remain in the vine? Remain means to stay or be connected to Jesus for our life and sustenance. We can also look at this it in this way. To get the maximum use of our electronic gadgets, it needs to be charged. When the battery is low, we put it for charging to use it again. So it is also in our spiritual lives. We need to be connected to Jesus in order to produce good fruits in our character. From Ellen G. White's book, Christ Object Lesson, page 355, she says, It is a beautiful statement which says, By beholding we become changed. It is by looking unto Jesus that we obtain brighter and more distinct views of God. Goodness and love for each other will become our natural instinct. Our character will reflect the character of God. The vine dresser in this chapter is God the Father, who is a keeper of the vineyard. He cultivates each brand to get the best fruit. God will do this with love. In 1 John 4.16 from the New International Version, it reads, We know how much God loves us, and we have to put our trust in His love. God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. In the book of Romans 8.28, it says, And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God, and are called according to His purpose for them. The next thing the vine dresser does is to take branches that are producing more fruit and cuts off some of the leaves. 
Why is this done? It is done so that the sap which comes up from the roots might be used to produce more fruit. This is a well-known practice of those who work with grapes. One wants just enough leaves to produce sugar by photosynthesis. This is needed by the fruit. But if the sugar goes to producing more branchlets and leaves, then the strength of the plant is being directed away from the fruit. So the vine dresser prunes the branches so that more fruits can be produced. Don't we all love eating the real tasty fruit in its seasons? As Christians, we are to reflect the love of God to all because it is the sweet love of God that sent his son Jesus to be the source of our lives. The phrase in me or in him are descriptors of this Christian. Does this mean that the Christian who doesn't bear fruits loses his or her salvation and is cut off, withers, dies and is thrown into the fire? This is certainly a frightening thought. But if a person is truly a Christian, they will bear fruit. It might take a lot of work and encouragement and even being pruned. But the Christian by nature will produce fruit because he or she is attached to the true vine. Jesus goes on to say that these eleven, Judas already having left to betray Jesus, were already cleansed through the words Jesus had spoken to them. This indicates that the word of God acts to discipline the believer to produce more fruit. The reminder of the words of Jesus, who as God the Son spoke in the Old Testament as well, comes from the Holy Spirit whose role Jesus had just explained to the disciples. Jesus commands his disciples to remain in the relationship he had established with them. True fruit can only come from being attached to the true vine. Jesus is not describing the entire process of producing grapes in which the leaves or the branches produce sugar which the vine uses to produce fruit. In real life, grape vines require the root, the connecting vine and the roots to work together to produce fruit. Jesus is not interested in bringing forth this idea. Instead, he stated the obvious fact that a branch that is cut off from the vine cannot produce any fruit at all. Judas was a false branch, a parasite, but already chosen to leave and cut himself off within 24 hours, he would be dead, hanging from a cursed tree. In verse 5, Jesus restates the statement, I am the vine. This time he makes explicit that the disciples are the branches. He repeats the command to remain in him, a theme found throughout the farewell discourse. He added, Apart from me, you can apart from me you cannot do a single thing. The branches that is cut off from the vine withers and dies and is gathered and the other branches are to be burnt. Judah is the example of such a branch. The relationship between the believer and Jesus is essential. The believer produces not just fruit but abundant fruit. Believers can, because of this relationship, makes requests of the Father that no one else can. The abundant fruit of the vine displays the glory of the Father, which is the goal of the Christian. What is the duty of man? It is to keep his commandments and live a worthy life until he returns. The next question that comes up is, 
what is the fruit? Some see this as soul winning for Christ. It is often preached. But is the believer the one who gives birth to other believers? Is not every believer born of God, a new prank, a new branch which springs from the vine? It is certainly our obligation to declare the gospel to every creature. One can also see the fruit as the fruits of the Spirit, such as love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, etc. Jesus talked so much about love. He also says in John 15, 13, There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Here Jesus refers to the laying down of his own life, but the example extends to his disciples as well. A grapevine with abundant fruit is a witness of the skill of the vine dresser. In this case, where love abounds between the brethren glorifies God in the eyes of the world. Added to love is a fruit of joy, which is often symbolized by wine. The crushed fruit of the vine, the grapes, attract the eyes. They are then picked and crushed in the process. The result is a sweet taste of the juice from the grapes. Jesus says he is about to be crushed. In the Garden of Gethsemane, we see the agony he went through. He drank the bitter cup for you and me and shed his precious blood on Calvary's tree. Crushing is a sorrowful experience like a woman in labor. But the result is joy, joy of new life. God is able and also willing to bring those so crushed back to life. Do you believe in the power of Jesus? So, when we look at this passage, we produce the sweet fruit. Do we so love the world as God loved the world? Are we willing to lay down our lives for the gospel? If need be, and be crushed? Are we willing to take our cross and follow Jesus? Even if we are crushed in the end, in the end there will be joy. Many Christians have sacrificed their lives. Their sacrifice does not save anyone, but it does bear witness to the one who paid the ultimate price for our salvation, Jesus our Lord. The idea of such a costly sacrifice is reflected by our love for others and our willingness to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. As the vine came back to life, so the branches in Christ will come back to life also. After all, Jesus is also the resurrection and the life. How lovely to gaze upon the wonderful nature around us. We see the beautiful blend of green in different shades. The leaves are green if it is connected to the branches. It gets its supply of water, sunlight and nutrients from the source. Once the leaves fall to the ground, it loses its color and fades away. It is, so, it is of no use, but trampled upon and it dies. I love to spend time in my garden and see the beauty of the tiny things that grow and gaze at the trees and feel the gentle breeze. When I see the fallen leaves on the ground below, it reminds me of my spiritual condition when we want to do our own things, which is, in a way, being cut off from the source of life, who is Jesus Christ. To be spiritually alive and vibrant and to experience the fruits of the Spirit, we need to be connected to Jesus. 
To be a living witness and to overcome sin, we need to be connected to the vine. To be effective in our ministry, we need to be connected to Christ. To have meaning and purpose in life, we need to go to the source of life. To make a difference in the world and to reach our ultimate goal, which is heaven, we need to be connected to the vine, who is Jesus, our Savior and friend. I conclude with a small illustration. Hope it's an inspiration to you. Once upon a time, there was a very conscientious man, always making sure that his flowers were well fertilized, watered, and that there was enough sun to keep his garden beautiful. In his garden were roses, daisies, carnations, lavender, and even beautiful orchids, all kinds of flowers, an aromatic plant that were his pride and joy, and he used to share it with whom he could. One day he saw a new flower between his, that he did not sow, but he cared for it anyways, like as he did with the others, until the timid blue flowers appeared. The gardener did not like it. He had expected beautiful big flowers instead of little blue flowers. So he stopped caring for it, stopped watering it, did not even look at it when he was outside. The poor blue flowers died leaving little black seeds there. One day, God appeared to the gardener asking for the little plant of blue flowers. The gardener showed him the most beautiful plants he had. But God insisted on seeing the blue flowers. The gardener told him that the plant had died, but he had the seeds, so he could sow it again and show it to God when the plants grew. God asked him for the seeds and carefully said, I have sent to you the most humble and small flowers because I thought you were going to care about her like you did with the others, in order to teach you that beauty is everywhere, not just where you want to find it. Due to his pride and his self-conceit, I won't give you that chance and I will give the seeds to another gardener who appreciates that my glory is in the most small and insignificant things. Sir, replied the gardener, please forgive me for not having appreciated it. I just want to know the name of the little flowers. And God answered, they are called Forget-Me-Not. In the same way, let us not forget to be connected to Jesus, the true vine, who will produce in us the true fruits of love, joy, peace, etc. The sweet aroma of God's character, which is a gift, free to all who claim it. What is your decision today? May the Lord help us. Remember, by beholding, we are changed. Let us close with a prayer of thankfulness. Dear Father, thank you for your great love. You are the only source of life for us. We thank you for the provision of eternal life in the future. In the name of Jesus I pray. Amen. God's continued blessings for you. Have a great day. Picked up the morning paper The headlines made it clear The world is changing for a song 
this day was coming Never thought it was so near Looks like the writing's on the wall I believe this world is trying to warn us Get ready, he's coming like he said To write to us, Adventist Media Center, Post Box 1446, Market Yard, Pune 411037, Maharashtra, India. And you can email us at helenrichesv at gmail.com. Helenrichesv at gmail.com. H-E-L-E-N-R-I-C-H-E-S-V at gmail.com You can contact us with your prayer requests and your interest for Bible study at these numbers. Center of Digital Evangelism, CDE 000-800 Zero four zero one seven zero four, or you can message us directly at plus one seven four seven two eight two two eight eight zero. Our WhatsApp number is plus nine one nine zero zero 
You can email us at helenrichesv at gmail.com H-E-L-E-N-R-I-C-H-E-S-V at gmail.com We invite you to visit us on our website www.awr.org this is David. And I am Madhuri, signing off at AWR. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Till then, we wish you goodbye, goodbye and, and God, God bless. bless.